0: So it's one thing to be single, but is it okay to stay single? Especially when everyone around you is busy getting married, busy having kids, or whatever.
1: Getting into relationships, you see it on Facebook, someone got into a relationship, your best friend has a girlfriend or a boyfriend, and perhaps you are at a place in your life where there isn't anyone, and you're wondering maybe, what's wrong with me? you know, is there a reason why there's no one in my life? Is it my fault? And it starts to become even a thing that worries you and concerns you. Will I ever find somebody? So then the question that we wanna answer today is, is it okay to be single?
0: Yeah, our world is all about Find someone. The moment that you start growing up, when you become an adult, everyone is always talking in high school about finding a boyfriend, finding a girlfriend. That's what the world is driven by. We see it in our movies, it's everywhere. And even in our churches when you often go the, 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 there's a pressure of you need to find someone and if you find someone that's when you become a man that's when you become a woman that's when you fulfill your purpose because you know this is how we have been taught whether consciously or subconsciously that this is what our life works but is that the only route that the bible gives you see brothers and sisters we can easily get distraught like christina just mm-hmm. mentioned when we look around at others and we see we we're still single and the time is ticking by but we're still single what are we to do yeah. now there's a fine line to discuss here the in the world it's all about sex. It's all about being with someone in that way. And then we move on to the next and the next and next person without covenant commitment. And so covenant commitment, marriage is designed by God. And this is this covenant we make with someone where we're with them forever, the rest of our lives. And that's godly. That's amazing. That's beautiful. And we ought to uh, desire that when we have feelings for someone that's past a friendship. But When and so when we look at the world, that's what they do. When we look at the church, oftentimes uh, marriage is uh, promoted because we don't want people to go into relationships outside the thinking of what marriage is supposed to be. And that's good, too. But then in this process, We sometimes get, like I mentioned in this idea that the only route there is, is I have to get married. And when that doesn't happen in our time, we think something is wrong with us or our life, or we can't be happy. We can't be powerfully used for the kingdom. Mm -hmm. We can't be fulfilled. Okay. Whatever we feel now, everyone has this and that's how they look happy though. I need it so I can be happy, but the Bible, Teaches something completely different regarding what is supposed to make us happy and fulfilled Mm. And then what happens is in the churches,
1: right? I have heard so many different stories from people that Were told either themselves or they heard from those who were close to them Someone they knew Like often it is the man, but it is not always the man in the relationship in this particular instance It was the man he had an issue, a secret sin issue that was grievous. And he was, an addict, he was addicted to pornography. And what he was told by his family, by his church, was just find a good Christian girl and you'll be okay. Just get married and that will take care of your uh, lack of self-control in this area. You'll be okay. Marriage is now this band-aid to put on top of the secret sin. Instead of addressing the issue, which is, hey, if you can't lead yourself, how can you hope to lead a wife and a family one day? First, go to the father. First, seek his heart and pursue that intimate relationship with him and repentance and walking in that wholeness, right? Instead of finding wholeness or fulfillment in other things, like in this case, addiction to pornography. Instead, he was encouraged to just go find a good Christian girl. Mm. And the girl was told that, well, yeah, he has this issue, but he just, if he gets married, it, will, it'll go, it you know, won't be a problem anymore. You'll, you can love him and he'll be fine. But in the end, it destroyed their marriage because addiction, secret sins, no matter what that might be, will come back if they're not dealt mm. with.
0: It's like Christina said, it's like a band-aid. So in the beginning, if there's a a sexual sin, especially that someone has and they haven't overcome that sin before they enter marriage before they even let me add Before they even really get serious with someone on a relationship level Then they you know, it's it's one thing to put that sin in the closet while uh, there's a new girl in your life but it's another thing to keep that sin in the closet even after you're married and after you've started to get more used to each other. And now this girl isn't that new anymore. And now these temptations are still there because you never overcame it be- before you entered marriage. Truly. And so this is a big problem, brothers and sisters, because and it is not just with sexual sins. This is all kinds of issues, whatever issues we have. It is so important for us to address these things and overcome them before we even get serious with someone in a relationship. So that's why if you're a single person, Instead of thinking, God, when am I going to find someone? Where am I going to find? I have to find this person. this is like what you're all about. Your thinking is often going there. Instead, what you ought to be doing is thinking about how can I prepare myself to be a good and godly man or woman with whether I meet someone or not.
1: Right. And that's so key. I, you know, in my teen years, of course, the thought, you know, as it comes to everyone is, you know, I wonder if that person over there in my congregation. I wonder if he's the one or, you know, these people that you meet, you wonder, well, maybe they're the one. (laughs) And your mind goes to those places. But I had to get to the point, and God had to get me to this point of complete surrender, not looking around and wondering or hoping or all that nonsense, really. I had to get to the place where, you know what, God, (laughs) I am so content. I am so fulfilled in you and you alone that if i don't ever meet anyone i'm not just okay with it i'm great with it because mm. as the apostle paul says as a single person you can in many ways do more for the kingdom as in his case and so if god has called you to a life of singleness it's not a curse it can be a blessing yeah. like again in the apostle paul's Case.
0: Yeah. At the end of the day, you need to ask yourself the question. What is the point of life? Like, why are you here? And here's the thing. For some of us, getting married isn't the reason you're here. You know, and it may never be something that we even are called to do. You know, there's, there's a reality of that in scripture. We're soon going to read here. And the point of life isn't having kids. The point of life isn't getting my house, my job, my car and doing, going through the motions of No, the point of life is not those things. The point of life is serving his kingdom, worshiping him above all else. Yes, there's many ways that it happens and manifest. Yes. But at the end of the day, everything should flow from seek first the kingdom of God and the rest will be added unto you. If you don't seek the kingdom of God first, don't then you're not going to be ready when other things come your way. And so when if we have that perspective of the kingdom of god, the kingdom of god, the kingdom of god, that's it, that's what I'm focused on. That's what I care about first and foremost, then you can be a single person the rest of your life and you're going to be okay. You're going to be fulfilled. You're going to fulfill your purpose. You're going to be everything that God created you to be. And you can be a person who ends up marrying and you can still fulfill your purpose and be happy and all but the marriage that your purpose being fulfilled and being happy and is not dependent on another person that you meet or don't meet. It's dependent on whether your focus is first and foremost on God. Because when it is, all the other things get added unto you that God knows you will need mm-hmm. in your life. And so, you know, I just want to read here what Paul said. Uh, One Corinthians seven, verse seven, he said, I wish that all were as myself am." he's single. And he says, but each has his own gift from God, one of one kind and one of another. So he's basically saying this is my gift. I am single. Other people will have a gift of marrying, but it's both a gift. It's amazing. He's saying it's a gift to be single. He's saying it's a gift to be married. Okay, it's a gift. And then he says. In verse 8 To the unmarried and to the widows, I say that it is good for them to remain single as I am. But if they cannot exercise self control, they should marry, for it's better to marry than to burn with passion. So he's saying, Look, if you are single, it is good to be single. Praise God, because you just keep doing what you're doing. Be focused on his kingdom. But then he says, if someone comes into your life, a serious a relationship, that be a friendship that becomes more serious and becomes a, something more romantically and there be, there's feelings involved now and it gets like that and you start falling in love and all these things happen, then then he says, well, for them, it's better to marry for them. It would be good to do that instead of trying to stay single, even though we are like magnets onto each other, right? right? And that's what he is saying here. He's not saying, by the way, that like Christina said earlier, oh, you, you, you're burning with passion. So, you know, and and you're, and you're not, there's no one in your life. You know, you're just a person who's struggling with pornography or struggling with looking at things you shouldn't look at. And now I need to find someone to solve that issue. Mm -hmm. No, that's not what he's saying.
1: Right. Like PD said, when you're single, We have talked about how we can start turning our focus into what's wrong with us and start wondering, but that's the wrong way to look at it. It's, okay, God, this is the season I am in my life right now, and maybe it's a short season, maybe it's a long season. What do you want me to do? Like Isaiah says, Hineni, here I am. Use me in this season. It's a question of identity. Who am I? Not, what does the world say I should be or should be doing right now? But what does God want me to do right mm. now for His kingdom that I can do now that I might not be able to do later? Depending what happens, you know, whatever the future might hold, what can I do? What can I do to redeem the time and use it wisely for His glory?
0: Yes, amen. And so, brothers and sisters, you may look at us and, you know, you're like, hey, PD, Christina, <laughs> who are you to preach at us? like if you're a single person you know cuz you guys are married you know what what are you talking about how did you know what well both of us we were single right we were
1: single once <laughs> yes we
0: were and and but, and also both of us we were in this we've had things before that didn't work out and we realized that wow, we are, we, you know, looking for someone, looking for, that's wrong. God came and showed us, you need to just want me. And after that, after coming to that place of, wow, um, Lord, I just want you. I don't care. Lord, if if me being single forever, never marrying anyone is the sacrifice I need to make, let me make it. And we both made that sacrifice before the Lord saying, Here I am. Send me, even if I'm alone, if I never marry don't. that's good. I just want you. I just want your kingdom. I just want to serve you. And from that place, our hearts were ready for marriage. So when we enter, when we got introduced to each other's lives, then it was, oh, Okay, Lord, you, you confirmed this and now we are still focused on him because if it was about me just looking for a girl and her just looking for a guy, right. then once it's not being fo- there, not there's not fo- the focus on God. There has to be and now after we're married, there's still not going to be the focus on God. There has to be because it doesn't necessarily just get easier when you find a wife to focus on God. Now there's responsibilities. Mm-hmm. If you find a husband, there's other, there's responsibilities with that. When kids come along, there's responsibilities of that. Life has responsibilities. So when you're single, cherish the treasured time you have.
1: And build that strong foundation, like Yeshua says in the parable, build a strong foundation on his word and that intimate relationship with him. Because when life changes, gets busier, more people are added to it possibly, right? You need to already have that strong foundation that will not be shaken, that you've already found fulfillment, contentment, and joy in him alone. Not in finding someone, not in a husband that needs to fulfill you, needs to meet your expectations because he never will fully meet every single need. Only God can. We have a God-sized hole in our heart and only God can fill that hole. So we make sure that we have God as our foundation and we seek first his righteousness. And if finding someone or having a marriage is in his plan, then all these things will be added in his timing. Mm. In the meantime, whether that's his plan or not, have such joy and excitement that in the season you're in right now of singleness, he can use you in such powerful and mighty ways as you prepare yourself as a man or a woman of God to serve him, to go out, to be bold in the faith and to Walk out the Great Commission, to go make disciples, don't hold back. That is the definition of what it means to be mature, to be a man, to be a woman. Not what we're sometimes told, well, once you get married. No, it's once you have that intimate relationship with God and you are no longer held back by fear. But you're willing to walk out in that boldness, in that love. And so God can use you in powerful and mighty ways. And who knows, maybe as you do that, God sees that you're ready and he brings someone along. Right. But all in His will and His timing and finding joy in Him alone.
0: Right. On that note, guys, I hope that has blessed you. Let us know in the comments below what you think about this topic. And uh, I want us all to think about encouraging other people who are single with this message that it's okay. Instead of the natural pressures that we sometimes put on one another, maybe even family on family saying, when are you going to get married or, you know, all these things. Let's realize that biblically that pressure is not supposed to be there. I'll leave you with that, guys. See you guys next video. Shalom.
1: Shalom.